Hey, um, there we go. Uh, I'm still struggling with this, man. It's like three weeks into the home studio, and I'm uh, I'm still struggling. But that's all right. Uh, hey, thanks for doing, uh, you know, what you got to do. Uh, I hope that uh, the effort that you produced uh, to get to this point uh, wasn't too um, dangerous or uh, hurtful. Uh, hopefully you can just kind of plunk this into uh, your day of, uh, of work. It's always a good, that's, that's my goal when I do this. It's like, all right, if I'm toiling at something, what would I want in the background? And um, that's, that's what uh, Bug House Square is all about, <laughs> the background. Um, how you doing? It's been, um, it's been a week. This is third week I've been back home. I don't know. I'm because uh, I don't know. I'm torn because it's after uh, once I get settled in here, it's kind of nice. But I like uh, I like the rawness of uh, 21st and Florida and the beautiful Mission, where it's always flat and sometimes sunny. Yeah, if you come through the website, we're always begging for money because um, we're always broke. You know, it's like one of those things, and it's not like. Hey, it's not like we're we're blowing it. I mean, we really try, and we really um, we we put the money where we have to, uh, basically rent and utilities. <laughs> so thanks uh, for uh, people who have donated, and uh, if you see that on the way in, uh, thanks for that because uh, this is uh, there's a lot of good programming on the station. So uh, I'm suggesting to to check that out and um, and that sort of thing. So yeah, here we are. It's uh, we're we're um, this is the uh, couple days past the uh, calling the the media, as they say, calling the election, which is uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this in, in any uh, uh, I'm I mean I'm I'm happy, but I'm not like I said. It's very measured at this point. So I hope. Um, uh, you are enjoying the moment, and if you're not enjoying the moment, and you're just like fucking hating the world, uh, yeah, that's you know, it's hard. You got half the people who, and I and I don't, uh, I can't, I can't even fucking distill that. You know, I know people. Everyone's got their grievances, and everyone's people are different. We can only be. Uh, as decent to one another, right, fair, and decent, and uh, that, that's the one thing that I, that I really enjoyed, it was just, just like, it seemed like real authentic happiness, you know what I mean, just like real good, just good vibes and good feeling, it was, it was super nice, it was super nice, I, I wish us luck, and I, I We'll do good. We got a, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's always the long haul. It's not like we got a lot of work to do. There's always there's always going to be work to do, and that's just you know that's life, man. It's just life without work is uh, you know pretty boring, I guess. You know, I don't know. I imagine you always got to be doing something. Uh, sometimes having fun's work too, you know. So. Uh, um, 
that's about it. I ain't going to start bitching about anything. Um, it's been a good week. <laughs> I feel pretty good. Uh, if you can, uh, stay safe and uh, let me grab these records. I'm, I'm getting over. I'm, yeah. Am I going to start telling you about my physical problems? Uh, uh, just lifted those records. I can't be that bad. Uh, D.N. Warwick we did from uh, uh, Do You Know the Way to San Jose. That's a that's a classic, and it's uh, it's got a good, uh, I don't know, it makes me laugh, the lyrics and that. The Chills we did, Kaleidoscope World. Never heard of The Chills? Uh, check them out. I mean, if you like that kind of thing. Asia, Steely Dan we played. Um yeah, that held up pretty well. That, very, yeah. that was nice. Uh, Iggy Pop, Lust for Life. That's uh, David Bowie, Iggy Pop uh, uh, collaboration there. Um, Led Zeppelin from House, uh, from the Physical Graffiti we did. Custard Pie. I was looking at that, and I bought that record new. And I actually, and it wasn't like, uh, like when it came out or anything. But it was just like weird. It was... It, there was just like a like a new copy somewhere, and it wasn't a hell of a lot of money. This is when records were still relatively cheap, and I bought it, and I'm like, oh, and I was like, fuck, man, I want to like play it. So I yeah, so now it's <laughs> it's all beat up, but the records are good, but the covers all, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, man, I'm doing the best I can. I am, I know, I am a mediocre uh, uh, custodian. Let's see, Laura Nero, uh, from the, uh, her first songs we did, um, I Never Meant to Hurt You. Uh, they never do, do they? Maybe sometimes you go into it, it's like, I, I, I'm going to, like, really hurt this person. Um, I don't know. I don't understand that. Uh, Paul Williams, we've only just begun. He wrote that. This is a great record. It's like Paul Williams doing like his songs. He's a fine songwriter. Uh, Pink Floyd, Emily, see Emily play. That was uh, Taj Mahal. We did line. Laying the line, I think. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna get this for you. Line and track. Elvis Costello, man, the attractions were. This is um, this is from the golden age of of uh, of uh, bootleg records. So with uh, bootleg, in case you all don't know, was what they called uh, people who would get recordings of live. Uh, acts, you know, bands that they dug live, they would kind of uh, serendipitously, or what is that? Is that the word? Uh, they would get sneaky and, and record. Sometimes they'd collaborate with maybe the sound technicians or something and get a, a mix of the show. And then they would print records. Now, this one is so. It's just, so I, I'm sure that's how they did it, but if, if this, in fact, is, is real. It's basically like a um, photocopied uh, front and back cover, and it's an Elvis Costello uh, on the front, 
and it's a it's he is all him on the front. Elvis Costello, something new. It's called, and on the back, it's uh, another picture of Elvis. But it's not even like glued to the thing, so it's like kind of like gate folded around a uh, white uh, generic uh, record holder. And then on the inside, there's there's all the liner notes, which appear to be written in pen. <laughs> so I don't know if that's how they wanted to look, but if this in fact was handwritten. That is just awesome, and I'm sorry, Elvis, that you that you missed out on the on the royalties on that one. But that's good. So that we, I think we did uh, "Walk and Don't Look Back." Uh, was that? I want to thank Steve for that one. That was he laid some records on me. That that that's a real, that's a real nice one. Uh, Glenn Campbell. By the time we get to Phoenix. Commander Cody in the Lost Airman did a nice slow uh, 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 watch my 38. Uh, Frank and the Mothers uh, from the One Side Fits All we did. Um, 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 so, uh, no. Or no, no, no. Oh, San Bernardino. I, uh, we p- opened up with Funkadelic. Doing uh, Alice in My Fantasies. No, I'll stay. I'm sorry. I'll stay. <laughs> That's right, because it had the whole thing. Um, hey, uh, a segment we do here is called Rives in the Basement, because it's no lie. In the basement, we're miles apart. No surprise, it's going to rise from the basement. And what it is, it's home record. It's any style, any genre. just has to be recorded where you live, where you sleep. So people send me music and stuff like that. So I usually send, uh, you know, post uh, ads for it. And um, uh, I haven't done it in a while because I do some and then, you know, I get a bunch and just kind of like to let it uh, leach into the soil and with its nutrients and um, and do its thing. You know, if you overwater, then you just you're just kind of wasting. So. But now we're getting to the point where everything is good. The sun's out. Soil's drying up. It's not cracking, but it's drying. It's good. Things are growing good. Uh, let's see. So this this uh, guy I want to play is uh, OJI, a, or O-J-I uh, from Edutainment. So look for OJI. He's, uh, he's out of San Francisco. And uh, he's just a real interesting dude and, and has some really good music. This is uh, Walk the Inner uh, Walk the Inner Lab. I got to see because it, it, it gave me a dot, dot, dot. So, I don't know. Walk the Inner Laboratory, I'm going to say.
get the combined with the spine is a ladder with me that would climb it when at the right hemisphere is an alignment of this is the ink that that tattoo your time with keep reading the signs which is leading inside the deep meaning of why now that we are alive when we see with your eyes and then dream with your mind you what my you might ask does you have to be defined envisioning mandalas here is my mantra the sun is some water we're spinning the chakras living the past as we will go farther claiming our paths while cleansing the karma envisioning mandalas here is my mantra the sun is some water we're spinning the chakras living the past as we will go farther claiming our paths while cleansing the karma uplifting consciousness out of this solving the problems we solving internal conflict Sons and daughters, if you gotta give up in it, it's a lot to give it, get stronger when you focus it. Uplifting consciousness out of this, solving the problems, we solving internal conflict. Sons and daughters, if you gotta give up in it, it's a lot to give it, get stronger when you focus it, focus it.
was something they liked Because there's no turning back It's a price they paid To be a hero Something they liked Because there's no turning back It's a price they paid mistake uh-huh. was it something they liked because there's no turning back it's a price they
I'm wearing it smooth. This is stupid. I think I'll go home.
life's inner meaning and my latest flame. It's the same old story, all love and glory, it's a pantomime. If you're looking for love in a looking glass world, it's pretty hard to find. Always my intention, so why take my time? I've been looking for something I've always wanted but was never mine. But now I've seen that something just out of reach, glowing, very holy grail. Lady of a sacred world Thus even Zarathustra Another time loser Could believe in you With every goddess a let down Every idol a bring down It gets you down But the search for perfection Your own predilection Goes on and on and on and on Canadian club love A place in the country Everyone's ideal But you are my favorite And a place in your heart Dear makes me feel more real Oh, Mother of I wouldn't change you for the Oh, mother of I wouldn't trade you for an 
mother of hope I wouldn't trade you for another girl Oh mother of hope I wouldn't trade you for another girl
been Bug Out Square. Thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, try to be as decent as you can, right? I mean, this is a, it's a good thing, right? We're all like just kind of just being Americans, right? And digging one another. <laughs> right? It's possible. It is. Just think before you scream. That's, you gotta like, you gotta think about it. Sometimes you gotta think hard.
national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor. Hey, everybody. It's six o'clock. It's a Monday. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. Feel free to clap. Yay! There you go, kids. You're excited. I'm excited. Uh, so the way the Joke Workshop works is we have four-minute sets. For the first eight, you'll hear a horn at three minutes. That means, you know, wrap it up. You have a minute. It's also so you can know what a minute feels like if you're a new comic. You know, you know but uh, we've, got, we've got some seasoned veterans in the room tonight. Uh, you do your four-minute set, and then we have four minutes of comments. I invite you to take notes. I take notes. Um, but if you're going to give a compliment, or, or if you're going to give a comment, make it a compliment sandwich. So nice toasted brioche bun, and then you put the shit in the middle. But be honest, and, um, you know, you back up your examples so that it isn't just like, uh, you suck. You know, tell them why. All right, we're going to get started. Your first comedian, uh, he was just here at the, at the last show. It's lovely time he's here. He works, I guess he works with Hella Funny now. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jonathan Ortiz. Thanks. Thanks so much for welcoming me, everyone. It's a fun podcast we hung out for. Welcome. Welcome. Happy Monday. I'm wasting my three minutes. New York's in the house. I, uh... Talking to my dad always, always been hard. Like, I can't talk, to this day, I can't talk to my dad without it being traumatizing. Because he'll just drop a bomb out of nowhere. Like, it was Father's Day, we're sitting down on the couch, I'm like, so dad, what was like, how was grandpa, was he a good dad? He's like, yeah, I remember him teaching me how to swim. Uh, but that's my immigration story too, you know. <laughs> it's like, jeez, dad. It's like, yeah, he just threw me in. And it was kind of hard to swim with the cocaine strapped to my back. <laughs> Jeez. All right, mommy's little floater. Um, yeah, that's weird. This is a true story. I, I asked my dad, because uh, I, I asked him, to give me some, what wi- I thought, what wisdom can he pass on to me? Because my dad's never been much of a talker. hasn't opened up much. So I said, hey, dad, like, what advice can you give me? What life advice? And he sits for a second on his couch and, and, and he's watching soccer. Never looks at me. He just says, well, just don't ever have children. You'll regret it. Let's see what's next. Yeah, it's just traumatizing every time I talk to the guy. But I don't have daddy issues. I don't. I really don't. All right. My ex thought I did. He said I got daddy issues like a stripper. <laughs> like What? It's like, come on, me? Like I'd ever be on a stage entertaining strangers for love and approval, you know? (laughs) That'd be pathetic. Ah, tell them I said, hey, Hunter. There's there's a new shit. There's some new shit. You guys ever meet people? uh, You just ever run into people that you just want to stab them in the face with a pencil? Yeah? Yeah, of course you do. I took the fucking bus here. I'm a positive person. I wake up and think, if I give good vibes to the universe... It'll come back to me. And I get on the bus, and sure enough, the universe gave me my own seat on a packed bus. But that's when this lady comes on at the next stop with her baby in one arm and, and, and groceries, mascara running. She's huffing and puffing. She's looking around. She's looking around. And I look over like, and I, and I, think, I think, oh, I should give her my seat. But I look over at everyone else who's saying, they look at her, they look at me, and they turn. I'm like, you motherfuckers. 
You motherfuckers. I'm going to have to give it to this bitch? Like, no, good thoughts, good thoughts. So, of course, like, ma'am, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. But I, my, instantly, my brain's like, man, fuck your baby lady. Like, what is that? Like, what? Why am I like this? That was the end of that bit. I don't know. Just, <laughs> it's just weird, man, taking the bus. Packing, getting ready. When you take the bus, I'm sure it's like this with the MTA in, in New York. Like, if, if that's the way you travel by bus, like, you prepare like you're preparing for, for camping. Like, you need your water. You know, you need joke. You need joke. You need insert. I'm just, oh, what's up, bro? I didn't see you there, man. I didn't see you. That was one minute? And now it's, like, comment time? Uh, right, right. I'm a professional. Um, what are you guys going to talk about? <laughs> What's up, Dan? All right. Uh, no, I, that's good. Thanks, guys. I, I want to hear some comments. Yeah. Comments. Yay, Jonathan Ortiz. Hooray. So um, today, there's I actually have like microphones out there. There's one over there. You can always come back here. You're so personable, Jonathan. It's just lovely. And um, so, yeah, when you get to the, so the fuck your baby is very funny. But there's got to be something after that to soften it. Like, there's fuck your baby is great, but it's just missing. You set yourself up for the punchline that just isn't there next. I don't know what it is, but it's it's really funny because you're just like, and because really, I got that whole thing. It's like, why do you have to get up? Because you're the guy. Is it because like who are the? And I don't think that you need more explanation of what the people on the bus look like. They're just being dicks, and they're like, it's your job to give up your seat. And I get that. And then I and then fuck your baby. There's got to be. Something like 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 you're a bad parent or something or like you know I don't know I don't know what it is. Well, no, there's just a punchline. It's a great it's it's a great premise. It's a great it has punchlines in it. It just needs that last one. Cause I just you can't. I mean, you, I guess you can try to sell fuck your baby as the as the big punch. I don't know what other people might think about that. And then um. You wanted tags for that bus joke, huh? Like things that you would bring on the camping that you would bring on a bus. Like granola or like some sort of like, um, yeah, or um, like oatmeal or something. Like you, you, I don't know. You get the hot water thermos and make, oh, I don't know what you take when you're camping. Right, right. Poison oak. And that's what you get when you go camping. A knife. Ooh, a knife. Like a, a Leatherman. A machete. <laughs> I don't know. Um, other, other, other idea. Anything you guys can get a microphone and comment, or you can just clap. It's up to you. Oh, you got to find a microphone. There's. You got to find a microphone. There you go. Hey. So I was gonna say if if you wanted to do something about the baby in the seat, you could uh, take a Rosa Parks angle. <laughs> I always think it's funny when like people who aren't black. Do you pull the like Rose of like I got a friend like my this she's a white woman I'm always telling her to do a Nelson Mandela impersonation, <laughs> and it don't even have to like you could just say like I'm about like I'm Rosa Parks in this bitch like right. you know I just think that's just like a funny thing. Rosa Parks. All right. Uh, good. Good stuff. I had uh, two suggestions on the um, when your dad's watching the TV, uh, 
I think you lost the punch because half of us thought it was a punchline and half you, you trailed into the next line. You should like be sharper with it. It's like never have kids. Bang. Um, so it's clear because I think half of us are waiting for the you'll regret it, which didn't add much. So just make it end sharper. And yeah, on the bus thing. Um, yeah, after fuck that baby. Like I would pick her up. Uh, Pick on some other someone else in the bus. Like find some athletic guy. Like why can't you take one for the team if you're looking all buff there? You know I'm I'm tired. Something like that. Other comes. All right, clap your hands wildly in a slappy like motion for Jonathan Ortiz. Hooray! Yes. Yeah, so just so we know, for whatever reason, that one microphone that looks like it's conveniently in the center for everyone to use doesn't work. So, but all the other ones do. Uh, your next comedian, put your hands together, everybody, for Ian Levy. Yay! Hello. Okay. Um, I uh, I recently uh, saw a man accuse another man of uh, mansplaining, uh, and I said, uh, "Pretty sure that's just explaining." At that point, which then he said, "Are you mansplaining, mansplaining to me?" Uh, at which point, all three of us got legally married. Uh, it was the only, <laughs> only way out of that situation. It was my original punchline for that was uh, we all sucked each other's dicks, but that was more progressive to change it to marriage, and the vigorous oral sex would just be implied. So, <laughs> That's so dumb. Um, I think uh, they say that uh, you either die the hero. Or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain, uh, which I think is the single greatest quote to ever come out of a Batman movie. Uh, oh, the competition isn't that steep, considering the next most famous quote is, I'm Batman. Uh, but I, I do, I think that's true. I think there's there's truth there. Like I, I saw something kind of amazing happen the other day. Uh, I was in a cafe, uh, and this guy came in um, who you could tell he was kind of lonely by the way he was trying to strike up conversation with everyone in the cafe because he had his phone out and he just kept going like technology technology you know and no one was biting you know people were like turning up the volume on their headphones and stuff you know no one was looking and he finally got up to the front of the line uh, and the barista was like oh what would you like and he said I'll take a hot chocolate and then she's like okay uh, would you like anything else and he kind of leaned in and went, yeah, you got any uh, world peace? And, you know, it's not a very good joke, but something about, I think just that he was so desperate to strike up a conversation to connect with someone else uh, that the baristas started laughing. And then everyone in the cafe was laughing. You know, we were all like laughing together. We shared this kind of little moment. This guy suddenly, who's gone from being lonely to being, you know, the, the person he wanted to be. And uh, the barista then said, okay, you got, a, you got a name for your order? And he said, yeah, people tend to just call me a rebel. Uh, again, huge laugh. Okay, this guy's crushing. It's like he's on Johnny Carson or something. He's, he's just full swing. Uh, everyone's laughing. I saw a guy take his headphones out, you know, because he was watching the guy. We're all, we're all sharing this beautiful moment again. And then this is where things kind of took a turn for the, you know, like Icarus, you know, he, he was soaring high and he wanted to see how high he could fly. And he just went, he went for one too many joke, you know, because who knows even what he meant by this, but the barista was like, okay, Mr. Rebel, uh, would you like uh, anything else? And he said, yeah, you got, um, a small child. 
and we canceled that man in real time, okay? I saw someone put their headphones back in, like, oh, no, we're done. And he felt the shame. He felt, you know, all he wanted was our love and approval, and we just turned him away. And immediately, he didn't even wait for his hot chocolate. He just started to walk out the door, you know, and just leave. And, and at that point, you know, I, I realized there was a, a choice to be made because it's, it's the kind of world where you can either just shut people down, you know, or because all he was trying to do was connect with us. And we, we could have just rejected him, uh, uh, you know, for that, that one mistake he made, or, or we could take a stand, you know. We, we could not let him be the villain. He could still be the hero. So I decided to make that stand, you know. And I stood up and I said to the barista, I will take a small child. <laughs> and then next to me, a woman stood up and said, no, I will take a small child. And then I said, you saw a man pull out his headphones, go, no, I will take, and we all started demanding a small child. And the barista uh, asked us to leave. You're not allowed to do that, it turns out. But that man left with his dignity. Okay, that's been all my time. I have been Ian Levy. Hey. Ian Levy, everyone, yay. You're a genius. That was amazing. Um, canceled real time is a new thing I just heard you say that I hadn't heard you say before, and I like that. But I mean, that's you heard the laughs. You're amazing. Um, are there are there other comments? You can say nice things. Or we, can, we can just we'll just give the time back to the room then, because he's perfect. Oh no! Oh, he's gonna. We have a comment. No, no, no. It was all very good. I think one thing you could add to the uh, coffee story is get more of a sense of place to it. Is it like more of a nowheresville? Okay. Like like it would make him more like heroic in this desperate place, and then he blows it all in a small town where probably everyone okay. knows yeah. and stuff. That's yeah. That's fair. I just want to say it also sounds a lot like the life of a comic, the whole joke, the whole thing. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's meta, but I, I like that, too. So yeah, I just want to say it's good. Yeah, I, I caught up to the guy later. You should hear his opinions on transgender people. So no, no, that's a, no, that's a joke. That's a no. You're amazing. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ian. Yay. All right. Uh, in other news, that is actually the first set that Ian ever did was here at Mutiny Radio. So, yay, like five years ago or whatever. And now he holds to the punchline and he's passed. And isn't that incredible? And this is his, like, he's never coming back. It's like, fuck you, Pam. Uh, you're next comedian. I know, I'll know that he likes me when they say, because they say mean things to each other. Like, they'll get up on the thing and go like, uh, you should quit. <laughs> That's like the nicest thing he can say to you. Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Dan Lewis, yay! Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, so a lot of, you hear a lot of people complaining about online dating. They seem to not like it, but I think what they don't like is dating because it's not like it was that easy before. I'm 46 years old. I used to have to just walk up to somebody, start a conversation. These people who complain, they've never had somebody swipe left on them in person. Out of my way, loser. I got that a lot. I don't know. There's how people don't, they don't want to admit to like meeting on Tinder. I had an ex-girlfriend who was like, let's not tell people we met on Tinder. Let's tell them we met through friends. I wonder if every dating advancement has been like this, you know? Okay, let's not, let's not say we met through friends. Let's say that uh, your parents arranged this and purchased me. Is that, because I'm, I'd be embarrassed. I don't know. Uh, never much of a porn guy, uh, but I did check back in recently, and it's nice, uh, nice to see step families getting along for once. <laughs> it's good. Okay, that's not, that was not my experience. If my stepmom tried to talk to me like that, fuck me harder, I'd be like, no way, you're not my real mom. Come on. 
It's another thing that people don't understand what it was like before, you know, like porn. Porn is not valued the same way it was when I, it was like an actual currency when I was younger. Like you'd find a little scrap of porn in the woods. And that was like finding a little bit nugget of gold. It meant that there was probably larger porn nearby. <laughs> Stake a claim. It was like an old prospector. Ah, stay away from my claim. I don't know, something there. <laughs> uh, you ever meet people that don't like dogs? They're like, eh, I don't like dogs. It's a weird thing to not like dogs. These things have been bred to like us and for us to like them. They've been bred specifically for that reason. What kind of animal do you need for, for you to like it? What do you need us to do? Face of a koala, wings of an eagle, the tail that can grab onto things. That's an animal I can get behind. It's weird what we've done to dogs, too. It's like, uh, it's like reverse eugenics. We've made them worse on purpose. At least with eugenics, we were trying to make people better. I'll say that for eugenics. With dogs, it's like, yeah, hair in front of its eyes, can't fucking breathe, hip dysplasia, short little legs, perfect. What else we got? I heard that trans surgery is like five times more expensive for going male to female. Sorry, I'm going to start that. I think it's five times more expensive to go from female to male than it is to go from male to female for bottom surgery. And that seems unfair, but it's not clear who it's unfair to. Women or men? It was unfair, 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 fair. At one moment, I don't know. There's something, an idea there. Anyway, what else? Uh, <laughs> had a banh mi sandwich earlier today. You guys like the banh mi sandwich? Love that. On the French roll. National sandwich of Vietnam. That most interesting thing about that, though, is that they kept the French roll. After everything that France did to that country... That's how good French bread is. They had a guerrilla war for independence, a 10-year war, being like, get the hell out of our country, stay out, we wish you never came here, we have our own culture here, leave the baguettes. Those are a pate, that's nice. Yeah, what else? I had two that go together here, and they're not gonna, there's not enough time for that, so anyway, I'll just stop now and forever hold my peace. Thank you. Dan Lewis, everyone. I'm sorry I honked you crappily. You didn't. I, oh, I, I honked you at a weird time, and I felt guilty about that. Um, I really like how you had a mix of super new stuff that I've never heard before and things that are tried and true, and you got really good laughs, and that was really great. It was really good balance. That whole arranged purchase thing, I've never heard that before, and I think that's very funny. Oh, um, to figure out. That. And um, larger porn nearby. That, wow, I've never heard that before either. That was funny. And... Um, the only thing I could think of was, and it's stupid because it's, a, it's a, in reference, you said larger porn nearby and talking about land, or like huge tracts of land. It's just an old Monty Python joke. Oh, but, right. Yeah, I know that um, one. She had huge, yeah, right. And I miss them. I know that you were, I honked you shittily and you didn't do your mouth so sound. I like that when you do the pate, you go, you know that tasty pate? <laughs> I like that part. So don't, don't forget to practice that part because okay. it's one of my favorite parts of the joke. Oh, okay. Someone else. I, I like the uh, I like the dog thing, the the reverse eugenics. Uh, um, I think that's good. I think there might be something funnier you could say as like a definitive uh, punchline. Instead of just saying perfect, 
when you because you you list off all the things yeah, yeah. like ah the master race or i don't know yeah, oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. we have yeah we have made the perfect yeah. uh, something like that yeah. and uh you know it's just a, a an old comedy trick if you ever talk about eugenics uh, do it with a german accent you know try that yeah, uh, it's a good trick <laughs> Adds a little spice, a little flavor to Adds it. A little so, uh, yeah, yeah, Chenna <laughs> Kassat, yeah, yeah. But it might be fun, but sure, it sure. might also bomb horribly. <laughs> that could be said of everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, Thanks. mostly your stuff, Matt. Okay. <laughs> Uh, one last suggestion on the uh, on the claim thing. Just come up with this, something specific, like you know, stay away from my hustler or my penthouse, right. or maybe even uh, something more obscure. Or yeah, because you just I've got from the edge toys. of the barn to the over the blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, just, okay. yeah. Find something to make it more. Uh, that tangible. was brand new. First try on that one. Yeah. Um, when making transgender humor, you should make sure that it really well. I mean, that it really I works. The last second. Um, because the thing is, like, as a straight white man standing up there talking about transgender things, oh. you're you're running. A really fine line there. So these are have to really slap right off or not do it. Because yeah, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Thank you. Yeah, I missed that one. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Put your hands together, everybody, for Dan Lewis. Yay! Yay! Incidentally, I read a really awesome article about the Dave Chappelle thing by Natasha Muse. So it's kind of flying around the internet. So check it out if you're interested. She she has a really interesting take on it. So, and I enjoyed that very much. Um, to- that was totally non sequitur. Your next comedian. Oh, he's just such a dream and just a doll. And what a little love bug. Put your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kotsky. Yay! You need to start being meaner to me when I come up, Pan. You got to make them hate me. I, I have to wear this badge to work, uh, which sucks when you have to take a dump because everyone else knows your full ID. <laughs> And GPN number. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm trying to figure out what to get my girlfriend for the holidays. Uh, you know, do I get her a nose ring, earrings, a finger ring? You know, it it just depends on <laughs> just depends on how much commitment I want to give. Uh, I'm just not even gonna try to remember this. <laughs> um, do do do. Where am I going? Oh yeah, so uh, I think I'm gonna go with the toe ring because you know I I wanna I wanna get engaged to the little piggy that went to market. I <laughs> I don't know. Gives gives tell people what like they tell them what you think. I'm fuck. I'm really not remembering things today. We're gonna go for it. All right. Uh, do 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 do. I think jewelry stores know that there's something ingrained in all of us that's like you buy jewelry for the person you love. It's like animals do it like there's those penguins who like fuck whoever whoever gives them the shiniest pebble and where you should look it up it's awesome uh <laughs> but i think they know that so they're going for the rest of the market they're going for the people that absolutely hate each other and you can see it in the in the jewelry store commercials that are coming out like the shanko commercial that came out when uh this holiday season uh get her a diamond that will leave her speechless it's like yeah like there, you could basically sub in diamond for muzzle, muzzle for diamond for any jewelry store thing. It's like, you sick of her mouthing off when you come home at 4 a.m., buy her a muzzle, they'll leave her speechless. And I say her because jewelry stores, they don't advertise to women to buy for men. It's to everyone wants diamonds, okay? I want diamonds, but every time I ask for De Beers, I get a six pack. <laughs> Uh yeah, uh, it's like and each each 
each commercial is the same. You know, it's always like guy gives girl a diamond, girl smiles and doesn't say anything. You know, there's no commercials. There's no commercials where it's like she gets her tennis bracelet. She's like, oh my god, this is the best bracelet ever. It actually reminds me of of my aunt Susan. Do you, you remember Aunt Susan? No, like yeah, the one that her her boyfriend John, no Jim. No, it was John, the one that he got in my, no, it's, it's always just like, no, it's no talking after that, right? It, there's a reason it's not, every conversation begins with K. <laughs> the timing is horrible, I'm gonna skip this shit. Um, I, I'm glad that Star Wars isn't a real thing, like, you know, because Star Wars, if you really think about it, it's a bunch of monks, and it's like the more religious you are, the more powerful you are, which would be terrifying in San Francisco. Because <laughs> you just be walking to like 16th and Mission, they'd be like, uh, do you want to buy Shen Yun tickets? No, 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 I'm good. You will buy Shen Yun tickets. <laughs> oh, I'm glad protesters don't have that, uh, especially the, the circumcision protesters. That would be that would be rough. The people in like the white lab coats and the red blotches who are like, I don't know, telling everyone how much they love baby dick. It of all the things you could protest, it's like we want world peace, we want climate change, we love baby dick. I don't know. I feel like there's better uses for your time. All right, baby penis is how I'm gonna end my set. All right. Yay! He's so brave, Josh Kosky. I used, I used to touch baby dicks for money, but that's because I was a nanny. Um, I feel like you missed the low-hanging fruit on the rings with cock ring or nipple ring. There's, I mean, maybe it's hack. I mean, obviously, I was like, I was like, you missed that cock ring. I'm just like half that <laughs> well, it's great because it's new, and I really like it, and I think it's topical. And also, everyone's always going to be getting married, and audiences, like, in front of comedians, obviously, it's hard because none of us are ever going to get married. Uh, or, or what, I mean, except for you, your life is all ahead of you and isn't that wonderful and gorgeous that you haven't destroyed every relationship yet, but <laughs> I feel like that wedding stuff is really good for real audiences of normal people, because they're going to like be all, oh yeah, they're getting the ring and all that stuff, and it's cute, the De Beers joke is darling, and um, the only thing is when you, when you say every kiss begins with K, you're talking about ketamine, right? Or you could say every kiss begins with K, and you're like, ketamine. I, I, it's just, it's a cute little thing. That's what I thought. I was like, I perked up. And I was like, ooh, he sounds like a cool husband. Uh, there, I know you're not married yet. Are there other comments? Anybody? Comments? Do you just loved it? Everyone was loving it. What did you think? Trying out new stuff. He's just, <laughs> clap your hands together, everybody. Josh Godsky, yay! Moving right along. Awesome. Your next comedian. Oh, yeah, sweet. We've, uh, we've got a rock block. we got a rock block of the, of the ladies, and I'm excited. Put your hands together right now, everybody, for Karen Braswell. All right, ready for some lady topics? <laughs> I've been on every diet there is, um, and now I just don't care anymore. They say that um, the right diet is no diet at all. Like it should be a lifestyle. And I'm all like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Does that work? Instead, um, have you guys heard of the keto diet? Yeah? Okay. Okay. I tried it once for two weeks. That's where you eat no carbs at all. 
And I didn't realize that a carrot has six carbs in it. So those were off the list. So it bonked so hard on this diet that I couldn't even go up a flight of stairs. And I just stood there and I was like, wait, just frozen. Um, until somebody gave me some Halloween candy. And then um, I just switched right into Christmas cookies. And then after that was Easter candy. So um, they say, you should eat what's seasonal. <laughs> so that's working for me. Now I eat everything I want. I don't give a shit. Um, except for chips. Does anyone like that? No? OK, nobody likes chips. You like, OK, OK. Somebody likes chips. All right, we can team up. If the zombie apocalypse actually happens, we can go raid the vending machines together. You get the chips row, I'm taking the Kit Kats, OK? Deal. All right, good stuff, good stuff. Now that we've got that underway, uh, there's lots of bad diet advice out there on the internet, um, especially social media. Instagram, it's like, ooh, just put turmeric on it. Like and follow for more intestinal distress. And Facebook groups are all, okay, yeah, what you want to do is take a tub of low-fat Cool Whip, put a scoop of protein powder in there, and then shake out the contents of an ashtray for a tasty dessert. And Twitter is all, if you want to know what Ted Cruz eats, click here. It's tears of liberals, guys. I say all this because I went to the doctor recently, and she's like, Karen, your BMI is creeping up. Like, Thanks. Jeez. Um, she's like, you should try working out. I'm like, I'm already in the gym five days a week. What else do you want me to do? Um, I have a body like a rotisserie chicken. Like, yes, it's a lot of skin and veins, um, but like, like those GMO broilers, the breasts are padded. <laughs> and the only way we're really going to drop my BMI is to like amputate a drumstick. <laughs> Doctor's like, oh, are you stressed? I'm like, well, yeah, bitch. Now you call me fat. <laughs> I'm a little stressed. She's like, well, have you tried meditation? I'm like, okay, okay, I'll give it a try. Sit down, get into a nice, relaxed posture, but sit up straight. Okay, just breathe deeply, inhale, exhale. But not like that, you're breathing wrong. Okay, and um, close your eyes and just let the thoughts pass through. But what are you thinking about? You left the stove on? Loser, you ordered DoorDash five days a week anyway. What are you thinking? So meditation didn't work. <laughs> Maybe I should try sleeping better. Um, I miss it when doctors would just give you pills to go to sleep. Like getting Ambien is hard these days. Um, instead, my doctor gave me a pamphlet on sleep hygiene. I'm like, no thanks, no thanks. You have to get on some federal registry now. Like, I'm on this um, registry of like the no fly off to dreamland list or the night terrorist watch list or something like that. Guys, my dealer is the pharmacist at CVS. Like, hey, can you help me get some Ambien? You don't have to whisper. Like, Where's the chamomile tea? No. All right, I'll leave it there. Thanks. Karen Braswell, everyone. Hey, you know, the first thing that was really great about that is that you had a theme that went through the entire, it was all about like food and so you could, you kept having a touchstone, which was really great and all about the diets. Um, that eat what's seasonal was fucking amazing. That's a great punchline. 
Um, my brain went off and a thing because you said you keep the Kit Kats are probably not keto because they actually have flour in them. Choose a different. So you can't have hundred grams because they have the rice. Although yeah, because rice is carbs. It has to be a candy bar that doesn't have. I'm sorry, I'm too thinking. It, but just if you're gonna use, if you're gonna use a specific, then be as specific as possible. The turmeric, another specific that's great. It's just funny because it's like a real world word like that. Um, I think that after Tears of Liberals, which is also very funny, you can even call back and say totally keto, right? Um, and then, uh, of course, you're stressed. You, uh, of course, I'm stressed. You just called me fat. Like you didn't even call me big boned. Like you just went straight for the. Um, and like, where are the pills to make you skinny? That would be doctors used to give out those too. And um, the only other thing that popped into my head was the new diet might be DoorDash. Like that's your new diet you're on right now. Like I'm on a, I'm, see, I'm on a new diet now. It's DoorDash. I just think it's another way to bring it back. But it's great. Your writing is lovely, and you've got so many specifics, and you're you're moving right along. You're doing great. Um, other comments. Um, I would just say uh, I, th I thought your writing was super good. Uh, it, was, it was I really like your uh, your word choice and stuff. Like just say rotisserie chicken. It's just fun to say. Uh, it's true. It's, it's uh, um, I, I was wondering. I guess this is more of a technical thing. When you uh, write, do you recite your jokes word for word from the way you write them? It, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It might it might just be because it, it, it's all new. But I was just I, I'd recommend maybe trying to like. Because some of it felt just a little like you were, but it's, it's probably just because it's all new, so it's not necessarily your fault. But it's um, it felt uh, like you were reciting words instead of actually talking to us, if that makes sense. So yeah, so I mean, sometimes it's I like if I'm if my jokes feel that way, I try to just do it off like bullet points, where I have like the general idea and like the one line I want to say, and then and then that way it just naturally kind of becomes more conversational when you say it. But other than that, I thought it was super good. All your material was great. Yeah. Oh. All right, uh, good stuff. Uh, just a couple of suggestions. One, you started with the lady stuff as your line. That would be, if you have some other joke that's decidedly not that, that would be a great way to introduce your set. It's just like, here's lady stuff, and then it's just like <laughs> drag racing. If I could just something crazy out the thing. You, then you need another intro to the rest of your bit, but just it's a, it's a nice way to just start with a swerve. And second, when you were like... Uh, uh, communicate with someone in the crowd like yo you like chips and yeah like the crunchy things and like maybe when with the zombies like maybe you like Nutri-Grain or stuff stuff that's like quiet food like he's going to get you know the zombie's going to catch him because he's going to make all that noise so you can turn it into a way you're trapping other people so that's just already Thank you. clap your hands wildly everybody for Karen Braswell Hooray! is Haley Rosenberg here Okay, Haley, it's a pleasure to meet you. Put your hands together for your next comedian. Keep being a great audience. You guys are doing great. Everybody, it's Haley Rosenberg. Pam, we've met. <laughs> I've also been here for an hour. And I have very pink hair, so it'd be surprising if someone didn't remember me. I came an hour early to see the New York comedians. I actually just moved here from New York, which like confuses people because, thank you, very brave of me, I know. But it seems like everyone's moving to New York these days, and they always ask me, like, why San Francisco? And I was like, New York's just like really hard and expensive, and like I was just tired of living paycheck to paycheck, so I thought I'd come out here and try out like utter financial ruin. <laughs> Yeah, it's working out great. Uh, one thing I've noticed from San Francisco is the housing situation is fucked. 
I feel like if you have less than four roommates, you're automatically like San Francisco's most eligible bachelor. Like I'm like, oh my god, I just have to sneak past Jared, Matt K, and Matt G. I am so down. I currently live with six, six, 21-year-old boys <laughs> in a five-bedroom house because my life is going exactly how I hoped it would. One does live in a Harry Potter closet under the stairs, and he gets laid exponentially more than me. <laughs> it is actually, like, insulting at this point. <laughs> like... I feel like at this time, like looking on my situation, I'm ready to just like renounce feminism if it means someone will buy me a house when I'm 30. <laughs> like I will activate housewife. The name of our house is Guy Heaven. And if you can't like picture it from my descriptions, you should at least be able to smell it. <laughs> um, when I tell my friends back home about my living situation, they're always quick to like compare it to the show New Girl. New Girl being a show where a very sexy, Young lady lives with a bunch of very sexy young men, and the kitchen is always clean. This is not like that. <laughs> so when people ask me if it's like that, I'm like, well, if the main character looked like a rocket pop, and all of the guys were racing to grow porn stashes at the same time, I would say it's like pretty much the same thing. <laughs> um, my mom has been listening to a lot of true crime podcasts lately. And I don't know how she hasn't run out of them yet because she listens to one every single day, which has made me realize that I don't know how many serial killers there are. Like, they don't teach you that in school. Because, like, I always thought that the ratio was, like, one serial killer to every, like, million normal people. But by the sheer amount of podcasts, it's more like one-to-one, -one and we all have a secret. <laughs> um, which made me realize, like, am I going to get serial killed? Like, is that something I have to watch out for? Because I know, like, as a woman, statistically, I am going to be murdered. But, like... <laughs> but that's just such an embarrassing way to go. Like, I'm going to be missing for weeks. Some hot blonde jogger is going to go by. She's going to see my dead puffy body be like, Ew, oh my god, so gross! And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we get it. You're so skinny, and I'm all bloated. <laughs> Um, before I lived, before I moved here, I lived at home with my sister and she got attacked by a rabid fox on our property. So we called the health department who told us to call it the police department. And the guy shows up in a car that says animal warden slash parking enforcement, <laughs> which isn't really what we meant when we said defund the police because <laughs> they got this guy working two jobs and I don't know which one he's qualified for because he's poking around the bushes like no weapon or anything I like offer him a umbrella for box whacking and he's like no 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 it's okay I have my handgun and I'm like I don't think either of those jobs qualify you for handgun use and like I admire the like gall of a man whose mortal enemy is people who ran out of quarters thinking that he can just like whip out a gun, aim and shoot an animal springing out of the bushes. But he starts to get defensive. He can't find the fox. And he's like, well, how do you even know the fox was rabid? And I'm like, dude, it was foaming at the mouth and attacked my sister in broad daylight. He's like, well, what was your sister wearing? <laughs> I mean, the fox is a really good guy. And he has his whole life ahead of him. So let's just like, 
take a breath before we make any rash accusations. And I was like, you are so right. So we just sat down, we thought about it, and we wrote him a parking citation. And now the fox is graduating Harvard. <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody, for Haley! Yay! Uh, you ran the light a little bit, but that's okay. Um, your personality is awesome. You're so laid back and confident, and you have great punchlines. The, the, the smell it line was great with the guy heaven, and the sheer number, of, you have a great way with language, the sheer number of podcasts, and the bloated punchline was great. I mean, I was so engaged that I forgot to look at the time, and Chad had to like nudge me and be like, you gotta pay attention to the time. And then I was like, oh, but I was really engaged, so it was great. I don't, I don't, have, anything to, I don't have anything to say. This one on? This one, all right. You were amazing. Um, like usually I have this uh, peeve about people with, their, uh, with uh, their notebooks on stage, but I did not have that peeve with you at all. You were so laid back, your energy was amazing with that. You know, it's going to be a character about you. And, like, uh, the thing with the Harry Potter, like, this one thing I had to say is, like, you kind of look like Tonks with the uh, hair. And um, I forget exactly where you were going, but like, the ne what was the next punchline after um, that with the Harry Potter? Uh, <laughs> that, that, that's, I was thinking about, like, because of that, like, you, Tonks is able to, like, you know, uh, change her own um, looks and stuff like that. So you can do so much stuff with that. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. But overall, amazing job. Uh, yeah, no, I, I liked a lot of those jokes. It was the one um, I was thinking about was the uh, the Netflix, the serial killer, the true crime serial killer stuff. I thought about it brought to mind the, I don't know if you know the old, the old Andy Warhol quote, but it's like everyone, eventually everyone will be, you said there would be a one-to-one -one ratio, so you'd say everyone will be a serial killer for 15 minutes. But I don't know if people know that everyone will be famous for 15 minutes line enough to get the thing. Okay. That's, uh, I'm, so, I'm so fucking old. Uh <laughs> It's a known thing, right? I don't, anyway, yeah, all right. <laughs> what was the other one? Shit. Oh, yeah, I was, uh, I'm, it seemed like maybe you'd say, uh, I thought you were going to say that um, in San Francisco's warm enough to live no paycheck to no paycheck. Uh -huh. uh, anyway, I don't know, just a, it was just a random thought that popped in my head. I should have had something else too, but I don't remember it. Anyway. Hi, uh, just a couple of... Um like reordering things, like when you describe your roommate, the last word in the line has to be porn stashes. I mean, that was just so good, but you kind of trailed off after that. Just like, if the, the, the very last word is porn stashes, it will hit harder. Oh, well, you, 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 I think you, 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 had a, you had a follow, you had a follow on phrase after that, because you, 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 you trailed off into something, I think I recall. Um, I just, um, also, when you can come back to that when you talk about your risk of being murdered, just like the six roommates alone. I mean, like you're running a lot of risk just with the roommates. Find what it, yeah, just adding that to it. And aren't people usually murdered by people that know them? With mustaches. Uh, I thought it was all great. It was, it was all super good. Um, uh, the only, I was just wondering, is the, um, the, the fox going to Harvard, is that a reference to a specific person, or is that just in general uh, people going on to be successful? That was, like, I think it was a dude. Oh, well, no, that's, that's Stanford. So that, 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 I, happened, I went to school in Boston, so like, oh, God. it happened at Harvard, too, I remember. It wasn't oh, okay. The only it might it might make it. I don't think it really matters. But uh, if you want to make it a little bit more specific, you could say like went to the Stanford swim team or something. But but other than that, it's like a great joke. So don't. Yeah yeah. But um, 
Yeah, I when you were figuring out when you were about to describe what you and the cop were gonna do with the fox, I was wondering if you were gonna make an animal pun, but I like the fact that you just stuck with like a real world example. It just adds an extra smack to the punchline. So don't keep yeah, it maybe specify it, but don't don't try to get creative with it. Like that was good. Just do that. that. That was good. It was good. No, no, it was better. Like instead of some stupid animal pun, you like I like that was good. That was good. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Haley! Yay! All right, uh, your next comedian is the last one for comments, and then it's just an open mic, and we do have room to get everybody in tonight. Don't worry, because people have been really generous about giving time back to the room, and keep do that one more time. Pay attention to this comic and take notes. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson! Hey y'all, how you doing? What's going on? Yeah, you doing okay? It's raining outside finally again, right? As I always say, San Francisco needed this douching. <laughs> um, well, San Francisco is the only city in the world that I know that has a shit map. Did you just move here? You did, right? Oh no, there's really, I'm not making this up. There's a shit map where they track all the shit. You know, like literal shit. Pam, you know about this, don't you? Anyway. It was a better joke in my head than it came out there, but not everyone's a winner, and certainly not me, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I had a great weekend. Uh, it's been very thrilling. I was doing out what I do best. One of my friends here is like, are you going to have more gay jokes tonight, Brady? Is that what you're going to do? I said, well, I should stick with what I know best, so let's talk about cocksucking or something. <laughs> you know, I have these fantasies, you know, like, I love to cock, suck cock so much that I think of like, what if we had a Dick Olympics? What kind of sports could we have, do you think? Like, um, I was thinking about synchronized fisting. <laughs> yeah, and then um, there's the snowball relay. Do you know what that is, a snowball? Do you, anybody else? Yeah, okay. So a snowball is when you run up to the dispenser. You know what I'm talking about? And you fill your mouth with it, and then you go and you pass it to the next person in the race. I call that Saturday night. Um, these are the things I do, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I also wonder, like, in my fantasy world, like, what it would be like if I had talent or a job or something. So I think like I'm missing my true calling of being a marketing executive. And so I came up with some perfumes to address the American conditions. The first one is called White Woman. And you have to say it just like that, like White Woman. And the tag is always in front. And then for gentlemen, because there's always a heterosexual companion to everything, you have to have the, it's called entitled. It's how you feel. <laughs> um, I had another joke there somewhere, but it just seemed to have. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Do I, yes, yes, I do have another joke there. Okay. So I always wonder, you know, how many, you know, I've sucked so much cock. How many miles of cock have I sucked? 
Does it make people uncomfortable when you talk about so much cock sucking? Does that, does that bother y'all? Because, I mean, I can assure you, I mean, any one of you can be a cocksucker at any moment. You too can have that. <laughs> and my, one of my final fantasy for the evening, ladies and gentlemen, is I decided that I would rewrite Little Orphan Annie as Little Orphan Fanny. <laughs> and I thought I'd give you a bit. I've been working on it, so I just wrote a little bit of it for y'all. So here we go. <clears throat> Your son will come out tomorrow. Bet he'll be a bottom and he'll swallow. <laughs> oh my, um, he'll be gay, but he won't be lonely. I'll jizz on his chin, he'll grin and say, Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom tomorrow. <laughs> it's only a gay away. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hooray! I love that you do the gay away now every time, and I'm so happy. You stay up there, sweetheart. Yeah. Um, okay, everything was great. The only thing I can possibly think of is that when you start talking about, I love synchronized fisting. I feel like you need some more, some more um, events, yeah. and I have one for you. Oh yes. Because it goes with your mile. How many miles of dick have I sucked? Right. So you could have a marathon of dick, right? Oh. And if it's five. 1,280 feet in a mile, and you do your joke about from tip to taint, it's, it's two passes, oh, is, is, a, is a foot. And so, it's his joke, it's his joke. It's his, it's his other joke, it's his other joke he has that's amazing, and I'm saying you can put these two together. And because if you have 26 miles in a marathon, times 5,280 feet, so you can actually do a big fucking number and be like, and I've sucked your mom's cock too, or like your dad, or whatever. Like, Something, but I feel like those, you know what to do with them. Yeah, you yeah, mesh yeah, them together. Yeah. But it was great. Um, to start off, like every single time you sing that song, your singing has gotten better and better and better. And I just want, I just want to applaud you on that, dude. Like, it's gotten better, dude. Like, I, honestly, now I just listen to the song for itself. All right? <laughs> and then uh, secondly, yeah. yeah, for the other things, yeah. But uh, also, like, uh, when we're talking about the uh, Gay Olympics, stuff like that, I think to throw, like, one event in there that's completely, like, doesn't make any sense, like a three legged race. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. A yeah. three-legged race. A three-legged race. <laughs> good. You know? Just like, like, I mean, that's good because there is a three-legged race. It was called Friday Night. <laughs> See, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I was thinking the four by four inches. Oh. oh. So instead of the four by four relay, yeah, the four yeah, by four inches. Yeah, instead of four by four hundred. Nobody wants four by four. I'm just saying. It's, it, the okay. alliteration works. I mean, at least not me. I think I need more than four by four. And just also. Personal preference. Also, I'd love to hear talk about like a. How does the medal system work? Oh yeah, you know okay. what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. who gets gold, silver, bronze, and who are the, like the people, the countries who like never get medaled at all with it? Okay, I'm trying to think of who doesn't suck dick in this world, but well, no, it's not about like it's about well, the size of the dick, maybe, so like China, you know? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, I was thinking for the synchronized fisting. <laughs> I uh, love that people say that. <laughs> Made me think of like doing this on the podium would have a pretty different, oh, yeah. <laughs> different meaning. I love that. Thank you. It's very funny. Anyone?
All right, clap you your hands are. together, everybody, for Brady Pearson. All right. Um, I just want to give a little quick shout out. Mark Neuer's listening. So uh, Mark Neuer, he's listening far, far away in an undisclosed location. So everybody say hi, Mark. I love you, Mark. Hi, Mark Neuer. We miss you. We love you so much. Willie Walnuts. Yes, our, our favorite little. But I kept forgetting to mention that he said he was listening tonight. And I said he should call in. 415-550-0511. Uh, but clap your hands again right now for Brady. Yay. All right, so now it's just an open mic. We're gonna do four minute sets. I'm super excited, and uh, for everyone, I'm gonna. Everyone will have time. I believe that everyone can get up. Um, and I have to look at the list and see who's next. Although maybe I'll just do. I'll just. You'll just bump you in from the. Li- uh, put your hands together, everybody, for your next comedian, Hunter Uniac. Yay! <laughs> Yes. I have a horrible dad joke to start off by ending my set, you know? So it's this one. Um, what do you call the Native American ghost I just jabbed my finger with? Pocahontas. That, ladies and gentlemen, is how you bomb in front of a room full of comics. It's all downhill from here, people. It's great, though. It is. Um, I work for my dad. Uh, that's a thing. Uh, don't scratch your head. It's new fucking jokes. Um, <laughs> and then you like, I work for my dad. Like, you know how weird it is when you're bu- when you have to call in sick to your own father. You know, like, you know how weird it is to call in sick to a man who has keys to your fucking apartment. All right, you either be fuck you either you either be fucking dead or your mom's getting divorced. Like, that's the only thing that's happening. All right, this is too real for you people. Okay, <laughs> I guess we were all employed during fucking COVID. And it was all by my fucking father. It's weird though. It's it's weird. It's it's weird. Like, I, all right. I was uh, I don't I don't fucking know how old I was. I drink, but um, I, I was I was this many years old. All right, and um, like uh, I I got a gash in my forehead and um uh, from work because we were like demoing some stuff and um I immediately called my mom and I was like, mom, what's a worker's comp like? I did that to my father. All right, do you guys understand? Like, a guy, like, grashed my fucking head over. You guys are looking at me like, yeah, we're from San Francisco. We like that. We like that. Tell us, what's workers' comp like when your daddy's working? You know, it's a Christmas present, you fucks. All right. It is a fucking... Like, I gashed my fe- head open. I called my mom immediately. And I was like, Mom, I hurt myself. Uh, what, what, who, how, how do I call in sick? And my mom's like, your father's going to call you a pussy. All right? You're going to keep on working. Like, it's, it was fucking weird. All right? Like, every, this is healthcare. If your father's a boss, don't tell your mother. <laughs> sign a non disclosure agreement. Also, while you're signing that non disclosure agreement, this is my friend Karen. <laughs> and I'm going to fuck her, and she's going to complain about it the entire time. You see these looks in my eyes right now? This happened, people. It didn't. My mom's Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. That made me... My mom is a Filipino Karen. Fuck. I was riffing. Holy shit. They say comedy's therapy, but that just made me fucking realize a lot of shit right now. All right? Your mom ever pull off hoop earrings while she's, like, yelling at you? That's a Karen. All right? My mother did the bitch please while I said, like, you know what? You're not allowed to talk to me that way. 
That's a fucking You know what? You guys need to get hit by your moms more. <laughs> you do. All right. I just, I just found a new fucking premise. My mom's a Filipino Karen. We're going somewhere with that shit. It'll be great. It'll be great. Uh, mom. Well, Mark, Mark Noyer is listening. So, Mom. Um, I called Mark Noyer my mommy. You guys should have fucking appreciated that. All right. Sorry. Daddy. Um. <laughs> Brady's going to leave a gash in the back of my forehead. <laughs> and I'm going to call for health support. And his health support, not going to have anything. But anyways, Brady, uh, I'll be outside and lonely. That's my time. <laughs> Hunter Uniac. Hooray. Hunter, that was lovely. And this is funny. I was listening today to an old joke workshop that you were on, Hunter. And you've forgotten this joke, but it was brilliant. And it was the talkerista. It was a taco person and a barista combined. Do you oh, remember this? Yeah. yeah, and I listened to it. I was laughing so hard at that set, and it was from like last year in March or something. Anyways, I just wanted to remind you of your tacarista joke. Can I what? Oh, it's it was on the night playlist. No, I, I'm sorry. That's too much work. Uh, you're next. I mean, I love you, and I'm going to work for you, but I'm not going to work that hard. <laughs> Your next comedian. Oh, I know who it is. Uh, he had the he had the really funny comment today about stop being creative. Put your hands together, everyone, for Kyle Morrissey. Yay! I find Brady's whole act hard to believe. He gives terrible blowjobs. Um, all right, I was supposed to go right after Brady. I'm doing the same riff. It wasn't supposed to be Hunter. All right. Um, I don't care if the context is different. Um, I'm getting skinny fat which feels like a cruel joke because um, after spending my whole life getting told I look like a Holocaust survivor, <laughs> now I get told I look like a Holocaust survivor who stole the bread from all the people who died in the Holocaust, <laughs> which it's offensive. I always thought I looked more like a guard. Um, <laughs> come on, look at this jawline, man. Just give me a break. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I still have my health, my dick works. I, you know, I went through a phase where I thought my dick didn't work, but it turns out I just didn't want to have sex in the first place, um, which I didn't know guys could feel that way. I, I did not know. I, I, I did not have problems with my dick. I just had problems with boundaries, apparently, like, which is that the self-knowledge is helpful because now whenever I'm in this situation, I get to be like, see that? That was my decision. Okay. <laughs> but I might, it might still have something to do with you. Um, I, uh... That's irrelevant. I'm engaged. Um, I got engaged recently, which sucked. It was stressful. <laughs> it was stressful. Uh, I proposed to my girlfriend in a rainforest, which meant I spent a lot of money on a ring and then a lot of time worrying about losing it in a rainforest. Uh, I felt so irresponsible bringing a diamond into a jungle because all I could think about was all the people who worked so hard to take it out of one. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be undoing all that work if I lose this little piece of shit diamond. Um, the diamond is a stress. That's the stressful part because we argued about which one to get and when we a lot. And when we finally settled on the one that she wanted, the, ju <laughs> the jeweler was like, well, it's a great choice. This diamond's actually conflict free. And I was like, eh, I 
not really. That's what you think. I happen to know there's a lot of conflict now surrounding this diamond. <laughs> she was chasing me around the apartment with a machete. Um, yeah, it was good. I mean, that's that's why it's stressful because you want it to be good. Like I had, I had this whole thing in my head memorized about what I was gonna say, but. Let me tell you, the moment I got down on one knee, that was the worst set of stand-up comedy I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I just bombed for eight minutes straight, all right? She had tears rolling down her face. Not of joy, not of joy. Um, uh, shit, I don't know. Anyone like blaming their parents for their life? It's fun, cause, and I realized that because... I went through a phase where I was like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna take some responsibility for it. They were human, they're not perfect. And you know, I gotta own my faults. And that shit sucked. I, I felt like Atlas trying to hold the whole world up. I, when, once you just decide to start blaming your parents, it literally is like slipping into a hot jacuzzi. You're just like, fuck, yes, it's all their faults. Yes, oh, turn the jets on. Oh, maybe I was molested. Oh, yes. Ah, uh, they never love me. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to end on getting molested. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Yay, Kyle Morrissey. I am so covetous of your In-N-Out cup. Uh, your next comedian, I believe he's here. Put your hands together for Sam Leon. Is Sam Leon here? Mm, yes, he is. Okay, everybody, put your hands together for Sam Leon. Yay! Yes, I'm here, unfortunately for you. Hello. So, uh, I'm having a pretty bad day. It's cold out. Bad dick day. And these uh, pants make my balls look fat. Uh, I don't know. I get nervous every time I get up here. Um... You know, it reminds me of uh, being an altar boy. I think the stage and all. I think I might get diarrhea. Uh, which is the only way I would get out of being an altar boy. My uh, priest said, uh, "You have your period. Go home." Um, so I'm doing well. Besides that, so uh, yeah. What else should we talk about? Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm getting a divorce. My wife had enough of me. Um, well, right. It right. was great for me because about a week after I moved out of the house, my ED cleared up. And, uh, yeah, I can get a boner now. Have you checked out Andrew Kaufman's um, work? Yeah, I went to the doctor. I was a little surprised, and he said, uh, he informed me that, um, him and Tom Cowan made a film called The Terrain, Terrain the Film. Of erectile dysfunction in men my age on terrain theory. was my ex-wife. So, yeah, I recently started dating. I'm on all the apps, Tinder, Facebook, 23andMe, which actually isn't a dating app unless you're in the South. Um, I did find out, Sorry? though, I'm 25% Portuguese and 69% uh, homosexual. Yeah, I know it doesn't add up. Um, the ones but, that know, are going to, like, out, mesh know, with For me, flu. Amazon was the greatest It's going to be, like, app. flu slash COVID vaccine. Um, you know, 
if I dated a girl and she didn't oh, look like course, the picture and she was emotionally damaged, I could take her back easily. Just drop her off at I mean, Kohl's. how else do you explain it? Which was ironic. I, I, I met my current girlfriend at Nordstrom Rack. I don't even think it's money. I think I mean, it's like power. She's it's autistic. Like, it's beyond money. Super hot, but low functioning. Yeah, but I, I honestly think it's Can't like control. Very well. It's like, we tell you what to do and you do it. Yeah, I think that's it. Thank you. Put your hands together for Sam Leon, everyone. Math is hard, man. All right. I mean, I mean, he just shaved and he looks like a totally different you. person. Put your hands together for Kelly Evans. Thank you, six people. All right. <laughs> wow, it fucking changed real quick. Uh, whatever. Uh, I uh, a lot of you hear a lot of jokes about. I hope they're never going to be the same, but in the better, in the in, in a good way. They do comedy, you know, not which in, sucks, a, in their way. Uh, I think what sucks more though not is that my mom is proud it. of me for doing open mics. Oh. <laughs> he's like, he's like, cool. yeah, you're doing it. I'm like, you need to raise your standards, you know, like. Fucking serious. She's always asking me to do like jokes now for people. She's like, do one of your skits for Sally. Come on, do a skit. Do it. I'm like, I don't think they want to hear my jokes at grandpa's funeral. Yeah. You know, it's not a good time. But okay, fuck it. All no, right. it's you guys absolutely atrocious huh? what they've done anal? to the young you guys population. Know? All right, I should um, leave. I should go. Especially considering that like <laughs> yeah, two years out of uh, our lives is like. <laughs> Not you recently. Know, whatever. No, I mean, once like, you reach past the age of like right. 35, We're good. I'm right? Good now. I mean, it's I'm a long good. time, but and, for know, kids who's like four, five, heroin, six, seven years you know, old, it's like most of half of bad. Or nobody said, quarter nobody of talks about how awesome it is. Because it and is. There's a reason why people do heroin. Don't do it. I'm just saying it is also. It's amazing. All right. Like nothing else is that good. We're gonna. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Okay. I love chocolate chip cookies. Fucking love them. They're amazing, right? Yeah. But if somebody was like, listen. You want another chocolate chip cookie? You're gonna have to suck this dick. I'd be like, oatmeal raisin for me, baby. All right, um, oatmeal raisin. No, fucking no, no cookie is like that good to suck like a dick for. No I'm sorry, but heroin is. Heroin is. You know, you shouldn't. Don't do it. Unless you like sucking dick, then I guess it's a win-win. You know, that's a win-win for you're like fucking heroin and dick. Go, Brady. Where's Brady? Get him in here. Yeah. Yeah. I uh. I don't know I, what I you moved guys. To Texas like eight and a half years ago. How far you've and, gone down uh, the so rabbit hole? So my family and I don't really see eye to the eye on a lot of things. Shows. Like uh, I, I kind of be, I'm, I can be a little bit. But I'm it like seems to be even my mom was like, vaccinated, know, right? And she's totally something. like the like opposite. And they're uh, fucking idiots, you know? They're just what's happening? So dumb. They believe in you QAnon. Know, even she came out and My uncle the landing was real. It's a lot of, it's a big bag of stupid, you know, mostly. And so it's like, I just try to figure out ways to convince them. I'm not just stepping a stone. 